Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Protect the innocent, the honest, the modest. 
So I don't wanna say stop the violence, but I will say stop murdering over nonsense. Wars overseas, gang banging in our streets. We under siege, it's time for some peace. We plant the seeds, but we kill the bush before they trees. Wanna see my boy become a man? I'm begging, please. The violence is affecting us, not protecting us. The biggest form of disrespecting us and neglecting us. And you blame it on the music, but then play this. And see how many kids is gonna say this. And pray they graduate Ain't nothing cool about the streets But a body tent Your soul levitates It gets heavy, no featherweight Let us pray for a better day Stop the violence for heaven's sake You know silence is worse than the violence itself Hands that build a kingdom So deceiving and misleading Pain is striking the land Tragedy again Money, power, and gold Idols will pick us up The problems are bring the
Hello, hello. Welcome to State of Urgency. It is a National Action Network Youth Move show with Mary Pat Hector and Fuji. Hello, Fuji. Hello. Um, we have a call on the line. Four eight four. Who's our caller? Okay, our caller's call dropped. So um, while we work to get the caller back on the line, we're going to just keep moving with um, more. We're just going to keep moving with more music. So if you guys like that, that was Stop the Violence, which is our leading song, which is a wonderful collaboration. And they, you know, they have a wonderful video, but they don't have too much information for us to follow up. But if you would go to YouTube, go to your YouTube channel, and all you need to do is just hit um, Stop the Violence 2011. And um, you should be able to find it. If you do Stop the Violence 2011, you should be able to find it. Now, we do have a caller back on the line from the 484. Hello? Yep. Hi, Fuji? Yes, it is. Oh, hi, hi. Okay, we lost <laughs> you there for a moment. Yeah, I'm How are you doing I'm, today? I'm fine. Great, great. So how's your New Year's going? Well, still going right now. I'm in the city with rest of my cousins. All right. So what are your expectations for the New Year? Well, one, I'm not eating pork no more, so that's what we get. <laughs> Okay. So that's I mean, is anything special you plan on accomplishing this year? Um, just pretty much do like I do with my music. Like start pushing a little bit more and write some more lyrics. Okay. And and aren't you in school? Yes I am. Okay, so would you you um what do you intend to do with school this year? Well, I plan to um Pretty much finish school within the next two years. Well, get my associates in the next two years, okay. and um, that's really it. No, alrighty. Well, that's good. That's good. So, um, Mary Pat's not here yet for you to start her interview. So, since we're here, maybe I thought maybe we'd just start the top of the hour because I told um, Itchy that we would get to him at about. Um, Eight fifty-five. So he's probably calling calling in in about fifteen minutes. So what we can do, we can just start the top of this hour with we can just review some music, and you can give the feedback on it. So I'll play it, and then you give the feedback. So I'm announce it, play the song, and then you come right in with your feedback on the song. Okay. Gotcha. So um, what I wanted to start with this. Um, piece is Spoken Word Card Start Something by Chanel Gabriel and the point of this piece is just to, I think it's in, um, it definitely falls within um, the scope of the purpose of what we're doing so it's a real interesting piece and I'm going to play it um, Chanel Gabriel Start Something and it's from her album, debut album Start Something <laughs>
I'm gonna start something, spark something, ignite a flame Be the cause of change, fight the world back in place One mic, one stage at a time Swear my lips to your mind, I create things I'm gonna start something, spark something, ignite a flame Be the cause of change, fight the world back in place One mic, one stage at a time Swear my lips to your mind, I create things My feet move like the leaves on its own path Fighting the world, breathing my craft Allows me to illustrate on mental blackboards My way of thinking I spit life to give words new meaning And the Trinity right now is having a meeting To decipher my next piece With archangels purging my lips with hot coals So I can see purity eyes Reek of a sweet smell and savor I got that around the way girl flavor Too busy spitting to be bougie Too busy spitting to be much of a lady Cause when I'm spitting they call me virtuosa Cause I flow classically it flows naturally I'm like a liquor license Without me there'd be no bars And my stellar lines are picked from constellations of Venus and stars I card folks to read my notebook Cause they say my words are mature for my age my old soul writes in Sanskrit verses of mana etched on walls in undiscovered caves. Page after page on papyrus. I created a taste of the vices. Divine inspiration inspired me to write this. So when I shoot these words, my targets, I never miss. Convinced my lips taste like a mix of lead and ink. I think I'm poisoning. You can trust this big button and smile. Cause I'm bringing the noise in the time. With silent complaints of time. When passivity goes very well with Fendi. And it's easy to end these shit. Cause people treat their pets better than they treat any of us And ugliness pusses from the ventricles of the most beautiful individuals And I want to pop pop culture's illusions the same way that I pop pimples To rid the world of the white heads that lay claim to the inner cause of the cause of society And in one breath, I execute those black heads that think they're getting their roots Mean they become one of society's elites I write to combat those artists that don't feel they have a responsibility Granted in making obscene amounts of money I don't want to hear their obscene stories and accounts Unless they're helping others find a way out And I'd rather they swallow instead of spit their vomit labeled lyrics It hurts my ears, sucks my spirit from my bones Barely touching the surface of what this art could be Those shallow cats need a life jacket to rock with me I write so words get a purpose, an eternal chore I write because the old soldiers Shouldn't have to fight anymore And I know that my sore Coretta Scott can't close the eyes I gave her breath back to the supreme being in peace Knowing that in her death The spirit of change in her to lay claim to my body So shape up those shoddy scraps of loose leaf Cause I'm spitting on anything you release that's weak If it's not from your heart, don't waste your breath If you write only to me topical quotas And to win slams and contests Might I suggest you go somewhere else Pick up chicks and win your bus fare somewhere else Cause I write and I recite goals So my work is my wealth
Um, Fuji, okay, I thought you just going to give us your feedback. As soon as the song was done, I thought you just going to give us your feedback. Okay. Alrighty, go um, ahead. I think, like, on the way, like, she, she found that beat to it. Everybody put out the voice. And, um, like, I felt like the things she was saying, like, talking about how, like, the reason why she writes and what motivates her and what satisfies her soul is her being herself, right, for the older people who don't have too much or for young people who don't have too much to look up to. Like, to me, like, it was more than just a, a spoken word poem. It was more of an expression of a person. All right. Okay. That's great. So, um, so would you give this a, is this a two thumbs up or what? <laughs> I'll give it like, <laughs> I'll give it two thumbs up. All right. Okay. Y'all got to come up with some kind of rating system. <laughs> All right. All right. All righty, now this one, um, we're going to go back to Jonathan Email. We, we, we reviewed him last week, and this is called um, To a Place. Or, um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us a rhythmic break before we come to Jonathan in this one. Since we have you here, we're going to focus on the males today. And this piece is called Get Gone. I actually added it to the, to a mix. Where a few pieces like men allowing the men to get something off their chest, you know, like women sometimes like to complain about men how they did them wrong, blah blah blah. Well, this 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 is one of them songs where men are getting off their chest about the issues they have with a woman. So, this is called "Get Gone" and it's by Baron Hillman, aka BZ, from MBL Records. And so I'm gonna play the song. As soon as it fades out, you just go ahead and give your review. All right. Okay, now. Okay, cool. Damn, it's crazy. After all these years, you're all I know. I ain't even knew you could do it like this. I mean, it's whatever, though. It's nothing, it's lightweight.
My new life now defers. I contemplate the reversal. Standing stifled and bewildered, I contemplated within myself. I bickered within myself. I'm tortured within myself. Me now being a recipient of my own past iniquity. Karma. Here I stand in quicksand. Stifled and bewildered in conflict with myself. Hating myself, despising the current me. No longer cunning and criminal minded. I now scrap at the bottom of the barrel. Emotionally, financially, even spiritually. Upon receiving the title of father, a cycle of 360 degrees involuntarily took place within me. No more pimping, no more swinging, limited drinking, limited hanging. Work baby at home is all that I know. Purposing in my heart to do good, but other than my baby, no good will come to me. A single married father. Bickering within myself, doubting myself, accepting the fact that my present hideous life was only repercussions of my former life. No good will ever come from a cat like me, therefore no good will ever happen to a cat like me. With my past wide open, I began to trust that I'm just cursed. Married but alone and hurt with adultery I work, but due to my baby I won't. Wondering why women who don't even know me love me and my wifey don't. A married single father. Alone, contemplating a reversal, standing in the middle of the street with the flat tire, no spare, no cell phone, too many miles from home, walking to the gas station to use the payphone to call home. Once again, wifey has rejected me, so back on my feet, I won't. See, being the hot tar, back to my cypher car, my brain far from reality. Instead of pondering ways to make her leave, I'm wondering how I can make her love me. Made to believe that I was deserving of this misery. So said she. I allowed her to transfer her negative energy onto me. Now she got me. Bickering within myself. Well, maybe if I hadn't cheated on Tamika, Chandra, Vicky, Cassandra, Teresa, and them back in 94. Or maybe if I hadn't have been a pimp to all those winning whores. Or maybe if I hadn't have done all that dirt from 88 to 94. Instead of placing blame where it needed to be, I'm hating me. Punishing myself for past evil deeds. Four cars pull over with people who don't even know me. Through strangers, the creator showed me he's got me. Not at all an implication that evil deeds go unpunished. For the evil that we do is returned in tenfold, but as long as I purpose in my heart to do right, I guess I'm all right. No longer stifled, but still. Seeking God in the mirror and God was revealed, allowing life's lessons to teach me to love me, teaching me to forgive me. I may be healed. Seeking God in the mirror and God was revealed. No longer stifled. But still. Oh, but I know how to be still, I say. We need to learn that we cannot keep on getting stuck in these no-win positions. We just got to let the sad song play on. Now we're going to give you a B selection. Okay. Now I'll let you know, brothers keepers, they do a lot of things that's considered parodies. You know, they you know, play on issues and people's um outlook. What do you think? I like it because I like how to use like um a churchy type of beat and then um he was like he's using like allegories and like kinda of a little bit of wordplay. He was mm-hmm. like um, like a portrait inside of my portrait where I'm doing my own portrait or something like that. <laughs> I'm like it, yeah. it kind of reminds me of the things I do when I write my raps, but y'all know I think it was different. 
All right. Okay. That's good. I mean, they're really great. They're really creative. They're, you know, they also do theater and the proceeds from their albums help. Um, they go, they're from Memphis, Tennessee, and every uh, um, Sunday, every other Sunday, they feed the homeless. There's an area where people, and, and they feed them and use the proceeds from their albums to feed the homeless and for um, programs for youth that are in prison. And so, um, and then also for other youth, they have, a, you know, a theater program. So they um, directly put everything they do back into their community. But um, this is their, think, uh, Resurrection, no, Resurrection was their first album. This was from Resurrection. Their second album was The Reeducation of the Negro, and they're working on their third right now. But we have our um, special guest here for our interviews. I hope you prepared. Um, I'm pretty sure we got Icky, Icky right on the line right now. So we're going to bring him on and you um, introduce him. You welcome and introduce him, Fuji. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, good afternoon. I'll let you introduce my man, Icky Wright. What's up? How y'all doing? Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah. Everybody's good. Everybody's enjoying family. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, we here. <laughs> yeah, oh man, my sister's hair salon, so I'm trying to get to a quiet spot. It <laughs> <laughs> is great. So how has so, your New Year's Day been? Um, still, you know, um, I came over, came over to see sister, and uh, a couple of our cousins, and we just had like a big family party. A lot of her clients came around, and um, we just partied and sang and videoed and ate, and you know, everybody just enjoying life. No, that's great. So, um, Itchy, just so our um, listeners can catch up and understand and all, give them a little background. Tell them, like, who is Itchy Wright? You know, who are you? Where are you from? Tell us a little, a little bit about the man. Okay. Well, um, name is, the name is Itchy Wright, originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because I know people listening is not from around, you know what I mean, North Philly, 29th and Jefferson. You know, I am an artist, hip-hop. Spoken word, rock music. I play the guitar. I also do geography and acting. And um, I'm one of the vice presidents for the company called Unimines Arts, but that's not actually what we called it on paper. We always wanted to kind of keep our name, Unimines, free from the, the paperwork. So, you know, we put, we do our Unimines work underneath our LLC, but it's under a totally different name, so we can kind of keep that free. And, you know what I mean, I'm basically a family guy. Like, I'm a father. I'm a brother to many. You know what I mean? I got many brothers and sisters. And um, we got, like, a real big, like, musical family. Like, you know, my children play instruments. My dad plays violin. You know what I mean? My dad was a famous DJ back in the 70s. So it's like, um, and I um, also do a lot of community work. You know, 100,000 Poets for Change. A lot of people know about that. I'll, um. I guess I'll go down in history as the first person to host that at a global event in Philadelphia. So that's a good thing. Um, we're also going to be having that video footage up too soon, um, Fuji. You know what I mean? With all the performances, i got to actually go pick that up one day this week. 
so we can start uploading that to the website and Stanford and everything like that. And, um, you know, I do a lot of stuff in the community, mainly all about the. I'm, what we mainly do is we mainly try to focus on the kids, the younger generation. That's that's like our main thing right there, like to try to um, instill some kind of change in them for the ultimate change because we might not even be around to really see. So it's really about, um, I look at it like about what we tell them. You know what I mean? It's more so about grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That's how I look at it when I'm dealing with my family, like dealing with my daughters and stuff. What I teach them is for them to instill to their children because times we're about to go through some rough times. You know, it's going to get a little bit rougher before it gets worse because a lot of things that's going to be going on this year, you know. I deal with the politics a little bit, and I read up on what's going on and stuff. It's a lot of it's a lot of changes about to be going on. And, um, now is the time to wake up. <laughs> it's been the time, but definitely it's time to wake up now on a conscious level, like right? to see the big picture. You know. And that's one of my main focuses. Everybody so, um, here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right. So, um, like, like, what inspired you to make your music? Um, I get inspiration from from everything, the good, the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, you know, as far as me and with my music, I don't ever force it. I never did. Um, you know, I've been doing music for a long time. So basically, the inspiration comes from. Everything, you know. I can get up I can get up to walk to the supermarket or go walk the dog and if something pops something pops in my mind, you know what I mean. Over time I learned how to kinda of memorize memorize things where I get to the point when I actually sit down to write a song, it might take me about ten minutes to write a song because it's actually already memorized. So I'm just putting it on paper. Like for some strange reason I can't stop things from popping in my head in, in rhythmic rhythmic form. So, you know, I put it down. You know, I get that. So, um, what's your thoughts on social engineering and stuff like that? Like, like, what sets your mind when you think of social engineering? Pardon me. What you say again? I said, I said what sets your mind when you think of social engineering? Um, well, basically, you know, you you you're a younger guy. You know what? Do you know what it is? What actually social engineering is? Well. I believe social engineering is like pretty much how you how you tune yourself as a person in a society where you where you present yourself in. Right, that's that's a good way of looking at it. But like how they actually um, with the definition, like you know, there's many definitions for words, but I can't boil it down to kind of make it like a little simpler. Where it's basically um, it's it's basically like an art of manipulating, and it's actually an art of manipulating people into uh like preferred actions or whatever like it's like it's it's basically like you give somebody a rope to hang themselves but you'll set up the whole environment for something to happen but you just allow the people to make it happen so they don't even really know that they're being socially engineered like um it goes right along with the uh with the musical influence or the uh you know the TVs the radios same thing like for, for the majority of people that's involved in fashion the reason why they enter the fashion is because they, they might have seen it on TV, or this is what everybody's singing about or rapping about. Like um, even as far as with alcohol, you know, everybody's going to drink Ciroc because that's what everybody is saying. That's what everybody should be drinking right now. Like you know, what I mean, it's just like yeah. 
a lot of people don't really understand how much TV and like music and entertainment as a whole can actually influence people subconsciously and subconsciously because like for me being aware of things like you know when I watch a video and, and, and see different kind of signs and symbols and stuff like that I don't, I don't really get into the name of you know you can call it Illuminati you can call it whatever you want to call it and at the end of the day it doesn't even matter what it's called it's, it's just about the whole agenda behind it like but for me to actually see some of the things that they're doing in these videos because, you know, be, before people was putting blogs on YouTube videos, I was going to the library studying a lot of different kinds of things, secret societies. I always had interest in stuff like that, finding out how it goes on. And um, they're definitely real. So when I see, like, these certain artists basically being puppets, you know, for the fortune and fame, but what they're doing is they're actually keeping the, keeping the masses basically dumb to be put simple. You know what I'm saying? Because the main thing is, like, especially with, like, the music world or even Hollywood, like, you know, anybody can be a Denzel. It's all about who gets the opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like uh, you don't really need talent. It's more so personality and uh, image. But if you're a person of great influence, they might put you in a position where, though, you can have all the money and the power you want. But if we put you in this position, you know, your position is to keep the people in, in a um at a low frequency to keep them dumb. Like, you're not going to really hear, you know, you're not going to really hear a real, real popular artist saying things that's really relevant that could wake people up. You know, there's a, purpose, there's a reason for that because, you know, if you, you're being paid all this money, it's a job. If we're giving you this job to do this, we're going to fire you if you, you know, break the rules or whatever you, you got to do. Like, that's why I always had appreciation for the um, underworld or the underground music. And, um, Ability to be able to do it free, free, minus contracts, like, you know what I mean? People don't understand it's deep. When you sign in contracts, when you sign your signature and stuff, that's an that's an, um, you know, it's an agreement. It's, it's a, a binding bond. contract. It's a binding contract, like, it's like, and it's, and it's really deep, and it's, a, and it's a shame, like, you know what I mean, what they doing, like, you know what I mean, like, I can, I can literally sit down and watch the Disney Channel, and I can see how they openly promote sex. To young, to young, to young girls subconsciously. If you really pay attention, you can see it in the cartoons, movies, uh, you know, homosexuality. They do it like, you know, anytime you get two famous singers to kiss on stage at the Grammys and stuff, that's it's bigger than what you're looking at. But that's that's promoting, you know, homosexuality. Like, you know what I mean? Now, if that's what you are. That's what you are. But it's different when you're trying to instill that in children because you know nowadays you got children growing up with though. They don't really know any better. You know what I'm saying? Because it's on TV. And um, it's also designed to, uh, you know, TV and stuff, it, it, it can also be designed to desensitize you. You know, we got video games like Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty. So when you have people go out and really shoot up movie theaters and stuff like that, you got to think the kind of drugs that they probably dealing with. And then you're already so desensitized by playing so many of these video games where it's almost like you zombify when you can just go out and do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Itchy, I just wanted to share with you that um, um, a, a man that spoke on, he's, he has a thing called EX Ministries, but he spoke on um, one time he was with this young guy, he's like 15, and he took him... Um, to the back of his car and he opened up the car and it was full of guns, you know, like you can get guns anywhere. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they, 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 it's the ride or die. They get in the car, they put on the, 
the you know the the most dopest whatever um, gangster rap. Mm-hmm. And they ride around like about twenty minutes or so listening to that. They said after listening to that for about twenty minutes or more, you can get out and shoot your mother. Right. And and yeah, they like, use that to pump them up to get them to a point. Exactly. So just like we know then, now what you think would happen if it was the opposite? If it was the opposite vibration, like if 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 you had artists, if you had popular artists like Two Chains or Nicki Minaj or whatever making songs telling you to go to school, you have more people want to go to school. So the thing is, is the brainwash, it can be good or bad, depending on what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? At one point in time, like, you know, when I was younger coming up, I used to hear hip-hop music on the radio. We used to be making sure we going to have our tape ready to record what was going to be played on the radio. But it was people that was waking you up at the time. Like, you know, you might hear some Chuck D. Public Enemy. You know what I'm saying? It, it was more conscious-based. Now, even when I listen... And I try to go deeper than the music because we know the drum is int- the dumb is intrigued by the drama. So with a nice beat and a catchy hook, they could say anything. Like you know what I mean? Well, and, um, definitely. You know they said it was the um, the devil had on- only had one gift. Only has one mm-hmm. gift as an angel, but he was the chief musician. Mhm. And music is definitely a way to administer, you know, good and bad. And again, it goes mm-hmm. back to. What you do with it Because I still feel a beat is a beat But like mm-hmm. you said If you take a good beat Behind um, The most negative thing Eventually you get and you, and you play it enough Everybody will start bopping To the negative thing And subconsciously Whether it, They say Well I know the difference It still seeps into your subconscious Everything that we come in contact with We actually penetrate exactly. And then there's issue called Recall You may not remember everything but everything is there. Every experience is there. And there's a time and all where you may pull it up for recall for whatever purpose. So, um, you know, you definitely have to be mindful of what you allow into your spirit. But, um, and that's where, um, like with me, with moving with the Master Grill Project and all, especially around spoken word, one of the biggest things, you know, artists make all of these um, reasons and excuses about commercialization, this and that, but for not producing a quality beat or quality production. Right. But my thing is, they always look at it, well, I don't want to be commercial like that other person. But mm-hmm. I hear your words, and I was like, gosh, if I could get that message to so-and-so, because I was just with another person who needed to hear that word. Mm-hmm. So if you stop keeping your word just so it's only to the people you come in contact with because it wasn't given to you for a shortage, if you're given a tool to spread it, but and if you do it in a way that we don't have to be disrupted listening because of such poor production, right. that the you know people don't even notice the production; they just notice that it's you know good words that because mm-hmm. you produce it well enough. Then the people yep. can hear it, and I can take it even if I can't get that person there with you because I might hang out in that spot. And sometimes some of the people, I might think you're here too young. I'm in a 21 plus, or I can't bring everybody with me. Right. But I can take it, and I've done it. Like just great. Um, we had went to the studio. I worked at the House of Moja for a while, so I may be doing things. I've been around young people, and sometimes I, I want to hear their feedback, and I'm mm-hmm. popping in and. 
they actually like it. So I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy, but they actually like it. They actually, from the lyricism, you know, they respect it for everything, but they don't get a chance to hear it. Right. So, you know, just for the artists that are sometimes, and it's just like I find this is a, amongst those um, spoken word artists. I don't think you find this amongst other artists, conscious artists, um, performing artists, and um, even um, rappers. They don't mind putting a quality production behind their work. But, um, yeah. I mean, in the, in the I age of all this technology, it's, it's just so easy now. Like, you know, I, I came about... I came about at a point in time where, you know, it wasn't this easy like with, with computers and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can just share your, you can just share your, your uh, you know, your music or your videos to the world sitting in your living room. It, we did, this it wasn't like this when I first started, but I'm glad that I was around to understand this wave too because I've been doing this for a long time without without the computers. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Like I tell people about the technology is you, you gotta. You utilize the technology, or it's going to use you because somewhere, somewhere down the line, at the end of the day, it's something that that's that's going to have you somewhat stuck. Whether it's the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube, Farmville, the games, whatever it is, it's something. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So to me, it's and like we have to really, mm-hmm. you got to kind of like you got to really be careful. Like like um like I always tell the kids and stuff like you know, we bought up some Android tablets and stuff, and I'm telling them. You know, this is different, even though they're familiar. But I'm just like, now you're you can touch the world with one click. But you got to be careful because things are not always they appear to be all the time. You got to be careful what you're clicking on. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's actually yeah. kind of it's kind of dangerous. It's actually really dangerous. But it's all about um it's all about how we mold these children. Like, like um honestly, like I see no reason for no children to even watch TV unless the parent is monitoring what they're watching. Like, and at the same time, TV to be honest, it's a lot day. of it's a lot of good stuff on TV. You know, I, I you know I watch TV. You know, and sometimes I honestly do. Sometimes, like, because my mind goes twenty four eighty, <laughs> but so sometimes I need to just dumb down, and I purposely watch TV for that because I know I don't have to be thinking. Uh, it's not going to send my mind really. Right. Some things are interesting, but. I, I choose what I watch. I don't watch very little news. I watch the news enough that I need to know what's going on. So I watch the news enough for that. I, I read papers enough for that. I read papers also for purposes. I, I'm, I do PR marketing. I need to know who's doing what, who's covering what. So I have to keep up. But I limit that. And I pick and choose things that interest me, certain, you know, shows certain channels. But you you have to be aware. You can't just say... And it's not just with TV, even with music. You can't make your children listen to certain things, but you do need to know what they're listening to so at least you can have a valid discussion. Mm-hmm. You can't come after something and you don't know it because they'll know right away, and then they won't respect you. Because right. you, you, you tell me I have to research, do all this for school, but you don't take time to even know. You're going to just tell me what I'm listening to is bad. Mm-hmm. And you're just going off of what you heard so-and-so said. But yep. you you know you do need to educate for yourself, and you so that if nothing else, you have to give your children a strategy for making decisions. Because we can't be there all the time. We can't mm-hmm. make decisions. We can't say this is bad. This is, and you know you get tired of the why. But they need to know why because they need to know how to discern information. 
And yep. as you say, we're in an uh, information stage that's, like, ridiculous with the amount of information they're given. Yep. And they need to know we control technology, so you have the opportunity to turn it off. You have to learn how to filter just because you're on a Facebook and Twitter and people are talking about people and doing all of these things and all doesn't mean that um, you have to engage and you even have to allow it to come to you. Um, yep. It's just, you know, different, you know, we have ways because social engineering, it's all there. It's all purposed. Don't, you know, marketing, um, the kids used to tell me at my church, that's just marketing. You know, when hip-hop, like, was real negative, uh, Thugs, Bones, and Harmonies, they actually have spells. If you take it, it's written backwards, but if you take it and put it up against the mirror, you can see it. And if you're looking at it and you start to read it, these are specific spells. And um, Ja Rule, you know, he takes for Ja so loved the world and rephrases, you know, scripture. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, all these different things. And they say, that's just marketing techniques. I'm like... Even if it's deeper it were, than that. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Like, we know that, but it, it's, it's a purpose because, it's like I was saying, it's certain people is placed in these positions so they can be these kind of artists. But like, even in marketing, people understand. Please understand. You know, don't matter the intent. Marketing is meant to sell you. Exactly. So it's still all purposed. So if mm-hmm. I, I'm doing that, you know, there are different intents. Lot, there's a lot of um, evil and devil worshiping in the music industry. Also, um, people believe, this is big consensus, and this is people overall, but the stupider we keep you, the more we can sell you and take advantage of you. Right. So it's the purpose why this music to quote-unquote dumb down. Well, they say, you right. know, nothing of intelligence, nothing that challenges you to keep you dumbed down so that they can attempt to sell you anything because they think that this is the formula. And so even that marketing, all of that stuff is purposed. So you have to really understand what your purpose is. And um, I guess you're going to share share with us a little bit more about how I'm not – I always try to stay kind of on the outside of the music industry – but, you know, I know I've heard a lot of things, but you, I don't really, you know, I think you know better than I. I mean, for the most part, with, like, even for the last couple of years, for everybody to be talking about all the, all the, um, you know, all the demonic and rituals that they've been doing in music, they've been doing it since the 60s, but once they actually got it, got it to uh, kind of spread through the hip-hop thing, yeah. that's when it started to seem like, you know, it's just, it ain't just start, but you do it with a whole genre because you got to figure. Rock, rock art, rock fans been knew this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so it's like, and the thing is, those 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 certain artists, you know, it's the actual fact that they compromise to be in the position that they at, and that's why they're gonna make the kind of music they're gonna make. They're gonna dress. They're gonna wear dresses. You, you know, you got men like Kanye West wearing dresses, kilts, whatever you want to call it. Like it's a dress. Like you know what I'm saying? But you got to think, like, you know, if you just saw a man walking down the street like that, it would be a big deal. But since him doing it, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's him. That's an artist and everything. But I'm like, no, that's a black man with a dress on, like, you know what I'm saying? But people can't see it for what it really is because you're listening. It's almost like they are. They, they're like musicians. they spellcasters. 
You can get yeah, yeah, it's just with a yeah. rock sign in the air, like you know what I'm saying. That's that's it's like you spell casting. Yeah, and they don't know what they're doing, like but you know, for the certain people who really want want that fame and fortune, you know, that's what really comes with it. If, if, and if, some if, of them, if, I think, if, I, I honestly point. think some of them don't know at first what it is because it's this whole thing that. This is the big excuse. Artistically, you can do anything because it's right. art. Right. And if and and to me, it, it's real when artistically that's where you're coming from. But when right. the artist is being engineered by the money people, or right. engineered by other people who want other intent, who are attempting to direct the artist to get done what they need to get done. Mm-hmm. Remember, the artists are the storytellers and the keepers of our culture. Right. So what stories do we want told? Do we want okay. Kanye in the dress? No, we don't want those. When we are long gone and all, and people want to look at us, who we were as a people, what did, what meant something to us, we want them digging up all of this low-quality hip-hop music, which seemed like we had no depth, no souls, and we are, like they said, we were animals. Well, that's you can see that's how they behave, so they must really be animals. So guess what? We will treat them like that. Yep. They're, um, the Smithsonian, so many agencies own so much black art and stuff, but, but the quality of art and all is not... You know, they pick and choose what they want to hang, certain exactly. images and certain things. So certain things they hang, and, and then they get this fabulous work that you would would want to invest in and use and everything, but you wouldn't know that it existed because it never they never hang it. And you find, oh, my gosh, that's what's in their collection? Mm-hmm. But the only thing they, they pick and choose, the imagery and all that they want you to have. So I say this to say a few things. One, Start supporting our artists. I know I don't want to say that one. One, start to seek who you are, who you who you are in yourself. Right. And if you're looking for God, if you're looking for heaven, if you're looking for a savior, it's within you. God within right. everything. God blew the breath of life, so God lives within every living thing. And He say, "Lo and behold, I stand at the door of your heart knocking." So mm-hmm. stop seeking God and love and everything outside of yourself. So if you have to go within, then sometimes you might have to get through your stuff and deal with your mess in order to get to the best of you. But as you're on that journey and you get to know who you are, it helps you better discern everything you come into contact with and, and, and ask for help with discernment. And then, you know, support. We got some of the best local artists. I know we can say that in Philly, and I think almost every town can say that. So I yeah. don't, it, you know, are we going to get a, a Nicki Minaj to do anything real? I don't know. I don't see it forthcoming unless she feels like she ain't going to get paid. And if she yep. feels she get paid, if she do something real, then she'll do it. But um, outside of that, no. But we don't no. need have to wait for Nicki Minaj. Right now, there's somebody, let, let's try two degrees of separation or less. Who's right. a fierce artist, whether it's rap, whether it's singing, whether it's musicianship, whether it's dance, whether it's fashion, whether it's spoken word. There's somebody fierce and less than two degrees from you that you could actually support. And then yep. supporting is not just you listening, but it's telling somebody else and sharing it and buying their music 
And when we do those kind of things, and if you find it gathered together, hey, how can we help this artist get something out so that it can be shared? Because they don't have to go through a major label anymore. Right. And, and then when you hear it, share it. You know, that's kind of the point of our positive music review. So right. when you, um, you know, you have you in the minds, just say, um, when we can come together and not in competition, but actually come together and lift one another up, and there's so much room in the game because, you know, it's not like one person is super mated. So we need to just let go of that fear of being taken advantage of because it's going to happen in life anyway, yep. you know. So, that's you know, how we move just, as a, uh, you know, as a unit or more so as a family. Like, that's why even – you know, dining that name Unimines, like people don't know, you know, Una, you and I means one. It's saying one mind. There's many men, but it's one mind or rather one plan. Like, mm-hmm. and like, it's just like, um, Unimines don't belong to me no more than it belongs to the next person. Like, we got over 3,000 supporters, you know, even a lot of people that have the logo tatted on them. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's not artists, but it's family, like, you know, like, I, I take my daughters around this brother's house. Our daughters is growing up with each other, and you know what I mean? We come, I can knock on the door, walk right in and see his mom, and, you know, vice versa, even if not, I'm not around. So I think it's family. Even though we do all happen to do music, it's still like a family thing. Like, we greet each other as brothers. It's never my man, you know, my nigga, my homie, whatever. We brothers, and we got certain women that's considered to be our sisters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's uh, just typical of the um what they call the the kinship community, which is a, a basic structure of African society. Yep. So and it just says, you know, people don't have to be your blood relatives in order to, you know, to be considered family and be responsible to one another. You, you know, back in our day, you know, especially our parents' days. Because it was like kind of half and half when I was young. But still, let me do something, and the wrong person saw me do something. Exactly. <laughs> Before I could make it home. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, somebody was like, oh, I heard you. What the heck you doing here? You know, you couldn't get away with stuff. I remember one time I hooked you from school. It wasn't even my intention. But I went with the girl. She said, we're going to stop here. And then she never went there, and then they was hanging around, and I was with them. And I was too scared to go by myself, so I hung up with them. By the time I got home, my mom was there waiting for me, ready to give me a beating, because she already knew I had hooky school. Mm-hmm. And it was just time to get out of school. So, uh, you know, but... That's other people being responsible, and we still have a little bit of that in my neighborhood, but that's kind of going away. But that's the whole thing. We had to stop being afraid of one another. Yep. And, um, Nobody can take thing, our time. Go another ahead. thing is um, I also like, you know, like for me, for me, I, 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 get, I get a lot of love out of YouTube because I like to watch, I like to watch the information that people put out there, the, the positive stuff you know, the behind-closed-door information for people to spread because this that's what I'm into. So I don't actually watch a documentary and just you believe everything I see. I, I watch the documentary, take notes, and I do my own research on it and find my own facts. And a lot of times from what I see, like, these is not these people is people is trying to wake people up just like I'm trying to do. I put it on the um, TV stand. You know what I'm saying? Cause, so I'm like, okay, these people are trying to wake them up, like, I come across a lot of information, like um, 
I came across some real relevant information that's really important, like um, as far as with the old, um, what is it, Obama, Obama health care law plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ain't, what they, ain't that, well, it's, a, um, it's something that that people don't know about, like, you know, it's uh, what happened of um, what happened is it was March twenty first, two thousand ten, when the health care bill HR thirty two hundred and this is public information. You know you can pull you can download this whole thousand something page law. You know what mm-hmm. I mean in there on page one what is it one thousand and four? You know they say thirty six months after the date of this enactment they will start to bring this thing into play, which is bringing us back to it's going to bring us to like around March of this year. Mm-hmm. On the 23rd, what is it, March 23rd, 2013, the other thing that came about with the bomb health care is, is that the mandatory, uh, the implantment of the chip that holds all your, you know, medical information and financial information. Mm-hmm. If y'all ever heard about it, like, it's definitely real. The RFID chip, I knew about it since 96. Mm-hmm. And uh, they saying that that was, uh, you know, I've seen it from my own eyes. That's definitely what was wrote in that bill. And, um... You know, so basically it's going to take you to a um, think about um, movies. Hollywood is there for a reason. They show you stuff. Now, whether you can see it, that's on you. But they make movies like Book of Eli, uh, Demolition Man, and stuff like that for a reason because they show you two separate societies. They show you a society, then they show you underground society or civilization. So what comes along with this chip, which you can might can call it the market of bees, that's what everybody calling it to, to bring forth the revelations. You know, you're not going to be able to buy and sell without them being able to scan this chip. You know, if you go to the hospital, that's where all your information will be on there. So it's going to be a lot of people who are going to have to figure out what they want to do. But the majority of the masses is followers anyway. They're going to go right along with it. But I'm pretty sure everybody is not with that. And this is something that's going to happen as well. That's why I figured I would spread it. Going your show. Well, I mean, this stuff is, yeah. This, But even before that, I don't think people caught on with the whole GPS Mm-hmm. At one time, cell phones, every cell phone didn't have a GPS. And then I think one, I don't know, about three years ago or something, three or four years ago, we went to, um, a friend of mine got me a cell phone, and it was outdated. Mm-hmm. And they um, discontinued it, so I needed another phone. When I got that new phone, I had to get the GPS. They no mm-hmm. longer made cell phones without GPS chips. Yeah. And that was just like a first change that, like, people didn't. And that's a two-edged sword. It stuff can be used, and, of course, stuff can be, you know, stuff can be used for good for those things, and stuff can be used for bad. And exactly. as long as you got good and bad people, bad people going to see a way to take advantage of it. And yep. social engineering, speaking of, the, it's not just the social term. The other big place it comes in is in technology and stealing the data and information. So while one person may say we can do it like this, the other edge of the sword is that the the person that's looking to take over and all, hey, I can do it like this. I can do and take all this from people. I can take your money, this and that. There's a certain percentage of the people, and you guys still got your one percenters that feel that they're going to rule the world. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, since slavery time, you know, and before, you know, yep. um, you're talking about social engineering. Um, Christianity, and I'm not against Christianity, but the whole adoption of Christianity in England and the Bible was, again, was a way to help control the people. Yeah, religion is control, period. Whichever one it is, you know, it's it's control. 
and, and what the main thing it do is it have a lot. It had you so far outside of yourself that, like, you know what I mean? Just, you know, it's brains before books at the end of the day. It's a book. Are you following the book? A lot of people don't even understand what they're reading. You know what I'm saying? And and now's the time as far as, like I was saying about where it's wake-up time. Would it have been wake-up time? But as they say, like, you know, to me, everything's real. It's always been real. But, you know, people say, oh, it's starting to get real now. No, it's just starting to get to the point yeah. where it's just getting more blatant. Whereas, though, it don't even matter because what they what they have planned, whatever they're going to do, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's necessary for us to know, and again, when I say people drive technology, you have to understand that we drive technology, we drive thought. There's always more than one way to skin a cat. Now, you can run scared and say, oh, God, this is coming, and I don't know what to do, this and that, or you can use it to your advantage, you know, do You know, do what you have to do. I mean, there are some reasons, like I said, there's a good and a bad side, but you do have to understand what the bad side is, what could come about it, and what can be gotten out of it as far as you and yours. Yep. And then you I can mean, also, you know, you know, there you um, we control the technology, so you can't be ignorant of technology. You just can't be. Because so, if you're ignorant of technology, then you don't understand a harm or a good that's coming to you because you just run around right. ignorant. So you exactly. gotta understand it, you gotta know it and you use it to whatever capacity you need to. Doesn't mean you have to do everything. Just understand what it is, what it's for and when people you know, and this is happening, that is happening, you understand what it's meant for. And what we're going to do they make mandatory here. They've been doing that over in Europe years ago. Yep. Um I've been working with the um the whatever the chip is, but I've been actually helped building chips. Um, they've been trying to bring that to America for a long time, but it's because people just fight so much. Just like the the money system, if you're in Europe, you don't have and and you want to use a calling card or get on a subway transportation, now you will go from one country to another on a train. Actually, in Europe, where uh, money systems change, but. They have a unified form because of that, but they, they right. had to all get together on financially. But right now, our American Express won't come together with Mastercard. Going to come to the table, Mastercard and Visa won't come to the table. American Express, so they can't get that form. But this has been happening in other places that made life easier, you know, on one end. But we have to, we just have to be aware of what it is. And to be honest, we had an opportunity to take advantage of that technology. But our ignorance, and we as a people always being 50 million times behind the eight ball, and by the time something is introduced to us as a masses, because we always are the forerunners creating it, but by the time it gets to us as a masses, and our lack of supporting one another, talk about social engineering, the whole Willie Lynchism. Right. So we the people bring, you know, you know, it's just like the person who got stranded on the island and a, a, a boat came by to get them, a helicopter came by to get them, and then they cried out to God, I've been here three months. I said, God's going to save me. I said, you're going to save me. I've been waiting. Why haven't you come? He said, I sent the boat. I sent the helicopter. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, you our people are here. Um, mm-hmm. Reality, like um, from, from my studying, I have I got knowledge of self and I had knowledge of self over ten years since I was like twenty nineteen tw- nineteen twenty seriously and I got children raised in this and 
it, it's my foundation to be grounded because, as you know, sometimes you come across some information that will take you to a whole other planet and leave your mind stuck there. Because anybody can write a, a, a good blog and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, actually, like you were saying, like, basically, know yourself. Like, and what I know before anything else, I'm a black man before anything else. So for anybody that's listening, whether you, you know, Muslim, Christian, Hebrew, Israelite, Jew, Buddhism, whatever you are, if you're black, black man or black woman, you should know that before you know anything else first. Find out about that first. Because really, once you find out about that, you'll see there's no reason to be a part of any religion. Because <laughs> it's, it's all coming from us anyway. Like, But people don't, you know, you got to know that. You got to be able to go back further than just roots in slavery time. That's nothing in our history on this planet for, for, for 600 years. That's nothing, like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, um, like I always tell people, I know I can't save nobody. I had to save myself. Everybody got to save themselves. The only thing we can save is the babies by teaching them how to save themselves at a young age. Why those, why those, well, those minds are so young and ready to be molded because. But that's the only realm I, of jurisdiction we're ever given is over ourselves. You, right. That's the only jurisdiction. But that's a powerful jurisdiction. Right. But that's how we get caught up in everything. When you want to put so-and-so down and they not doing this and they not doing that, that means you're getting so caught up in somebody else, you're ignoring yourself. And there's nothing you can do about the other person. But we are, um, we attract. We're creatures of attraction. And from what whatever's inside will attract. So if if you really want to impact somebody, you walk an example. We believe what we see. If we see it working and we see it doing something, but, you know, a lot of people talk, talk. And, you know, yeah. and I'm not even against religion, to be honest, because religion has a purpose. I mean, man created religion because sometimes we need rules. Everybody doesn't have the wherewithal to just live by the seat of their pants. Everybody doesn't have the same level of spirituality. Everybody doesn't have the same level of connectedness. And right. we and, and we are creatures of habit and order. So religion is a, a, a way for, it gives us rules and, and ways to live by. But you, as long as you understand that, it's okay. When you understand that God never made religion, Jesus never said become a Christian, and you'll never find that in any spiritual book or anything like that. That yeah. was other people's choices to organize. Even if you go into the book, he said the church is you. You, the individual, are the church. And yeah. um, and, and so that's all your you know your instructions and things. So it's nothing wrong with it, but you have to understand the purpose of it. When you understand the purpose of something, what it could use for, then you can use it. As to what you need And you ever heard of saying Take what you can use And throw the rest away Yep Everything in life Doesn't have to be All bad All good There could be something Of value In bad Bad situations We learn from We get lessons You know Take what you can use Out of it Throw the rest away Don't carry it around No dead weight Yep But um, religion is man made Therefore it has to have Fault with it Because man has fault with him right. So you can't You know Seek if you think a religion is going to save you and seeking perfection in religion, yeah, you're going to be lost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that's a personal journey, and if you know, can't no one take it for you but you. But, and, uh, uh, you know, I see like the true definition of truth to me, from from my studying, and I'm still young. 
with knowing, and I ain't gonna never know it all because I'm gonna keep learning till the grave. Is uh, the truth is the ability to determine reality, and that's the simplest that I can put it. That's that's what the truth really is. To be able to determine reality, because reality is gonna be whether or not you understand it or not. You know what I'm saying? But once you can really determine it, that's when I see yourself becoming free. You know what I mean? Actually knowing the truth, freeing your mind, freedom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and reality is perception. That's one of the, Betty um, yeah. son, one of his biggest things. <laughs> but it's truth. It's perception, how you perceive. That's why they say beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. And that's the m- most truest statement. What may be beautiful to you may not be beautiful to me. Um, but, um, you know, you find commonality in um, really... Um, certain things on what's beautiful, but the way it may look or manifest itself on the outer form may may right. differ. But yep. um, and it's just what what people perceive. So, um, and that's why your statement is so strong and so you know, truth is your ability to you know to discern what's real. You know, for you know from your perception, and you have to understand also too is your you know your truth may not necessarily be someone else's truth. Right. You know, and if it's, you know, you know, you best, you know, you do the best you can do. And as long as you're doing the best you can do and you're doing it, you know, out of love, you know, I, I really believe you need to move out of love because um, that's where your strongest strength is. Because when you move out of anger, out of hate, and, and we get angry at times, and angry is not a, a bad thing to be angry, but to move out of anger and to do out of anger, um can hurt you because it you know it can blind you or keep you from you know seeing and having clarity. I definitely agree with that, especially from as a from the man's point of view. Um, yeah, <laughs> being a man, a lot of times, especially like in in the past, you know, what I mean, having little issues with women, and um, it's never no win when a, when a, when a man deals with the emotion of anger. I, I can yeah. see that from my own experience, like. You know what I mean, I mean, a little different from women because you know women tend to be more emotional than men it's supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's different when you know a woman might do something out of emotion, but when a man do it out of emotion, you know people can make a big deal out of that. A lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff get involved in that, like you know what I'm saying. And I, and I learned that. That's when I learned, like, damn, okay. And yeah, man, also too emotions. You know what Even I'm saying? with women, yeah, women, especially when you want to engage in business and things, you got to learn not to move. You have the emotions, believe me. Because I think if nothing else will test your ability, social media will. Because people yeah. think they can hide behind there. Yeah, I have found the most prejudiced people. You know, people like to talk about Oprah and saying she <laughs> this, but if you ever went on YouTube and saw how them people attack Oprah, those races, oh, yeah. oh my God! Yeah. Oh, they take that woman hard. They going hard, and the things they be saying, and not just. I mean, I find a simple Black History blog, and so much anger and venom is coming after this. You know, Black History post. You just like these people got so much in them, and you want to say this and do this, and if you find yourself in a battle back and forth, they got you. And then I've learned. I do business online. I cannot respond because none goes away. <laughs> and you may you be one to cuss people out, tell them this and that. They full of this. And I might type it up, but I will never hit enter. I will go back because I got my emotions out. 
I, I put it out, then you go back and I filter. And I, half the time, I might, if I even decide to respond, it may be a quarter and it's totally different voice. And people think, you just don't have no emotion. How you not? I'm like, I have it. I just don't need to show it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I think I think the reason why people like have so much venom towards us is because we as as a culture, as blacks or wherever we are, as people, like once we get together, like we made things happen. Like the whole civil rights movement happened because we all came together. And a lot of people didn't want to see us become what we were supposed to be really already happened in the beginning. Like my people said, I'm tired of fighting for what should have been mine from the birthplace. Yeah. That's true. One thing you know, one thing you gotta you gotta study too. One thing you gotta study too, Fuji is if like in regards to that civil rights movement, you really gotta mm-hmm. study what the whole what that whole movement was about. It wasn't it wasn't nothing to really help us out. Like that was systematically planned too because the same people that you mentioned of like, you know what I mean, like um, you know, Martin Luther King, like I lived in Atlanta for four years. I met people that was came up underneath his ministry. And he was basically made to do what he did. They made him be the front runner because he was one of the youngest ministers at the time. He didn't really want to step into that war. And, you know, like, uh, you know, around that time, we also had another powerful man, Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey got deported. A lot of people don't know Marcus Garvey got deported by W.E.B. Du Bois and civil rights people. So basically black people, his own people, got him deported out of the country because they were given specific orders like, you know what I mean? I have brothers that's in the Alpha fraternity or whatever, and they told me stuff that they probably not supposed to tell me about what happened. But you know, people don't know the Alpha fraternity. The black chapter actually started in Philadelphia by a man named um, what's his name, Doctor Henry Minton Clark. So he also was the founder of the of the the the, uh, the social elite black secret society, which is called the Bole. It's spelled B O U L E. All those prominent figures are members of that. Jesse Jackson's all the way down, and what they do is the word "bole" means servant to the servant to the king. So you got to think, who's the king? Who are they serving? And back to our earlier conversation, they're the ones serving these people who manipulate the masses. And what they do is, you got to think, you got to go back to slavery times and say there's always been two kind of niggas. You got your house nigga and your field nigga. It's still the same way these days. So you got to think. If you could see the field nigga, who you think the house nigga is? The house nigga is your Jay-Z's, the guys who's put in this position to keep their own people in order. So, like, I always tell people, and that was just to touch on the civil rights thing, like, it's good to know it, but you really got to know the behind-the-story thing, like, about these people, what they was really into and why they had to put that together. That wasn't put together to really help us. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, well, that's half and half. Some some of the stuff that people because I I'm closer to the age. I mean, King died when I was born, mm-hmm. but my direct people were there, and I actually host an event called um, Pass It On. Um, the elders speak, and it's an actually event I put on um, this back um, 
for Martin Luther King Day of Service, where I actually get people to speak to the young people who actually lived during that time to actually make it more relevant. Because, I mean, even from teachers I had in school, there's one thing in the school books, and these, these are even white teachers I've had. They say, okay, now that, that's what they but this is what actually happened. This is how times actually, this is what actually was going on. So, um, there's always, you know, been a difference as far as what may be in the book as to what actually, how life actually was. Now, another thing, too, with um, um, King, which they never talk about, he kept trying to put through an economic thing, but it never got any play. Unfortunately, he called it something like the poor people's movement, mm-hmm. but he was trying to push the economics, and when he got pushed out in town, around town, he got killed. It's like the whole thing, I think, when they probably started believing their hype or started getting in the position that they felt they could no longer be controlled mm-hmm. is when generally they got killed. But, you know, that's not what's taught. But that was his whole push and all right before he got killed. Because the civil rights movement, and and if you study it and all, no matter what got happened it, through the civil rights movement, and it's a questionable whether it was in our interest or not. It, the in, the issue wasn't about integration. The issue was being equal, to get yeah. equal resources and funding. So, but what they do there's a systematic method. If you want to check out the HarvestInstitute.org, that's actually a think tank for blacks. But they systematically do things to water us down. I even had my granddaughter tell me she don't mark off she black on the census. I'm like, well, what the heck do you put? Like she's not like kind of. I mean, but 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 that's the whole thing. They get all of these choices, so black folks don't mark. But what happens is we don't put that we're all part of this group black. What happens is that's how funding is allotted. So they keep watering down. We were supposed to be a minority. First, it was supposed to be the minority was supposed to be for blacks. Then women came in the minorities. Then this joined the minorities. Then that everything watered us down and allowed again for the funding. He who pays the piper picks the tune. So you can be as, you know, eloquent or whatever you want, but if you don't have any money or any way to economically back what you do, it really doesn't mean anything. And then that's why, you know, Brothers Keepers and them, they use their proceeds to actually directly impact their community because they're keeping a strong community. But like I said, they second-generation Panthers, so they live a certain way. They live by the code of Marcus Garvey and all of that. And, you know, there are a lot of people that talk that, but there are very few people that do it. And Dr. Claude Anderson is definitely one you should read up on. He, he, he will tell us what our history is in factual manner. Not just to be talking and all, and but then it gives you a real strategy to get out of. And he is one person they will not get behind. Everybody want to talk as if they did this and if they came up with this smart idea and all, but they push him aside all the time. And that's when I start to question people's intent because I know logic, I know business, I know how to make money. And this man laid out a very methodical, logical way of doing business, the way business is done in a capitalistic society. And I don't care whatever social ills you talk about, if you don't back it with no kind of economics, it doesn't mean anything. Right. And so when people keep overlooking him, not mentioning him, and um, he's well-written, he's a historian, he's still alive. 
but they continuously overlook him and try to come up and say, oh, we don't have any leaders and this and this. I said, we do have thought leaders. I mean, is 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 learning as you all know, how come you guys don't know the Harvest Institute exists? And they told the people when the census came for the 2000 census, they talked about the redlining back in the, in the 90s. They said they're going to start redlining districts. The purpose is said exactly why. See, that's the thing what I like about the Harvest Institute, Dr. Anderson. They're going to tell you what the situation is without emotion, how they, what they're trying to do to us, and then what we can do in order to combat it and live the best for us. But yeah. then people got on the board smiling about gentrification. Oh, shoot, they're making the neighborhood look nice. And I mean, I just about fell over on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and, and I watch, you know. You, I watch it's that just, in my original neighborhood. Like, I've I, I seen that happen. I've, I've seen a blueprint before they even started re, redoing Brewery Town. Somebody showed me. Have, have, you know what, me over. Exactly what they were going to do. We moved to our church in, oh, I think, 79, 1979, to, on Susquehanna right off of Broad in Philadelphia, oh. North Philly, right by Temple Campus. Then my pastor told everybody, buy up all your property. Don't sell your property. Buy up property in North Philly. Then they said 20 years they were going to have a bank on the corner board in Susquehanna. The bank is not there yet. But back then in 79, she was telling people. Now, she bought up several properties, and she's the only one. Hmm. And, um, you know, Park Avenue went down. We watched the drugs. We watched, I mean, go down to the worst of the worst. And now, um, this was about five years ago, a corner house on Park Avenue that was totally dilapidated was selling for $60,000. Hmm. Five years previous, that house would have barely sold for 10000 Yep. And but 15 years before then, she was telling people buy up and don't sell. Yeah. And you know that's where we don't have a tendency to listen, but the buffoons and the people they set up will follow them and listen to them. Yep. And you know, you know, to me, if um, so, you know, you do have to look at it. But you know, the point is, we live in a capitalistic society. Is capitalism the only way? No. But that's the society we live in, and you even have to understand that. Yeah. We print and make our money. If we make up $101 bills, that means there's just $100 that exists in our society. If somebody's earning interest on their money, then that means somebody has to not have any. Yep. If we had 100 people and they each had a dollar each, and Joe start earning interest in his money, somebody is losing theirs in order for Joe to earn interest because we only printed so much money. Money doesn't literally, it doesn't literally grow and multiply. Mm-hmm. So I also did some, I also found some research where, uh, where, um, where I found out some information where they were saying, you know, how they always talk about, you know, we're running out of money and we ran out of money. They, they said our treasury been, we've been ran through our treasury money since like the 1600s. Yeah, that's why the stock market's in all crash Because everything, America's built off of debt A whole lot of debt And a lot of things they say are going to um, happen in the future 
is and and the degradation and all is just built us as basically us being built off of um we know we just owed on debt. It's all on paper and and it's all owed out. And you know, and that's like a note being called in it. We never had it to back. And then you know, money not being backed, gold and silver. That's another thing. Gosh, who, they come in and tell you we'll buy your gold. We'll buy your gold. Give us your gold. If a big company gonna come in and they gonna have conferences and things about gold and you bringing in gold for money, what do you think is worth more? The gold or the money that they're giving you? That is the one. I, I would, if I thought about selling my gold, I said I won't sell it now. And I just can't imagine how our people do it. To give money that's not worth anything yep. and to give them, come on, and, and they do it and we, uh, I don't even want to get people, into that one. People but, don't even peep that once you once with a, the reason why you want to buy all your gold chains and all that because you can use gold for more than just jewelry. <laughs> it has to be a reason. You don't even have to know why. I'm just especially these people that call themselves so street. <laughs> Automatically, <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's up with that? Uh uh-uh, uh, I, I want to know about that. Uh uh-uh. uh, if you want, over. if you coming in and wanting it. Off the top of my head that I could do with gold Melt it besides even wear it Like you can use it It's a mineral You can make things out of it At a point in time where we're going to come Where we're not going to be dealing with no currency anymore In a minute anyway You know what I mean It's going to go back not to that the form of currency. Everything right. is silver and gold You know and that's what's being big and sold But you know you may not know about the silver movement You may not know about the the, you know, but the point is, you don't have to know all of that. This is where common sense comes into play. If people who got money are coming and trying to convince me to bring my gold so they can give me money, what do you think is more valuable? <laughs> they spending commercials, all this kind of money to try to get what I have? It must be some value in what I have. Come on. That's just common sense that we have to just start waking up and thinking. There's just no logic to that. You know, to me, that just was a no-brainer. You know, at first I peeped it. Then people, I have a gold party. Girl, you can have a gold party. You know you know how much money she gave us for gold? I said, yeah, I can imagine. So why are you having a gold party? If nothing, unless you're having a party and telling everybody, hey, how much gold you got, gather all your gold, stash all your gold. We got to come up with a new communication system because the Internet won't always be around. You know, it's a lot of things. But we just have to start thinking because we're not going to always be around. Everybody's not going to always tell you there's a million and one theories out here. I don't believe everybody's theory. And, you know, some of them are extremely far-fetched. Some of them are biased to this. You get people who don't believe in God, so they got their biasness based off of their non-belief in the God system, and their people biasness based off of this type of thing. But, you know, it's like real what's real, you know. Maybe because in school I did my arguments about everything was motivated by by the love of money. <laughs> so to me, it all goes down to I can take you back centuries and people fighting over because you know, money is just equated to power. Right. And like they say, when the um, when the um, love of power is overtaken by the power of love, then we will know peace. But right. right now, everybody's in love with power, 
and they think money and acquisition and land and all is the means to it. It's just Jimmy that Hendrick they go to that, a right? blinding state. Hmm? Jimi Hendrix said that, right? What you mm-hmm. just said. Okay. I heard Jimmy Hendrix well, say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a post that. I posted that with Jimi Hendrix. Um, I did a card. Actually, last year I did a card, and I and I give it out for the holidays. That's my holiday card. <laughs> you know, to my conscious people. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, everybody doesn't. You know, not always anything. I don't necessarily always address to everybody, but for my conscious people, it's definitely that. So, um, we're really going on. We're going over time. This has been great. But before we leave out, just in case somebody actually you know, gets to the end of the show. <laughs> Um, what I do want for both of you guys is we didn't get a chance to play your music. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go to different, and then we're going to go to are you feeling it. And i got to make sure it uploaded for me. Um, I, I, I attempted to do um, upload are you feeling me. Sometimes these things are a little slow, but... Um, I'm going to play, and the second one play different, and you're going to tell us a little bit about that. Now, is this by you? Because it says nonfiction. Yeah. Nonfiction. That's, that's is that one the of my artist? Aliases. That's your alien. Okay. Okay. So, um, so we're going to play your um, different, and the album is called um, Outside Squares. Mhm. Okay. So we're going to play that, and then you're going to tell us a little. Um, Fuji, you're going to talk about that, okay? And then we're going to right. come back with your piece, okay? All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. Screaming, 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 screaming. Did it to him again, to him again, to him again, they taught us to love the devil when they didn't love us back They taught us to love Jesus but didn't tell us he was black The eyes is against me but the God is with me Simple lustful women striving to tempt me I couldn't lie, I done ran through plenty But I'm a ride till my gas tank is empty That's a statement that goes for an enemy I'ma put it in the you before you put it in the me Listen to see the point you'll be missing G or high kill the symphony with no sympathy And I don't think twice, I just write on that nice One five, one straight with no ice, I'm that nice I care too much, but I can be heartless The walking dead is blind and darkness I let the truth be my guide and light With third eye sight, I can see at night so many sound the same if you're listening Listen up, you might just hear the difference then So many sound the same if you're listening Listen up, you might just hear the difference then They taught us we were slaves, but didn't tell us we was kings They stole all our gold, their sword is the rings Plus, chains and watches, they watch us the ones in high places above the races Hidden behind signs and symbols they faceless Put it to the youth so the truth is tasteless Imagine seeing things most can't see Imagine being a he most can't be He is him in a form so rare I see him so clear in the mirror when I stare So I dare to carry this load 
problems so heavy on my back I bear the globe With so much knowledge my head could explode With a face so young but my wisdom so old So I'ma keep kicking till I reach my goals For no amount of riches will I sell my soul So many sound the same if you're listening Listen up, you might just hear the difference then Sound the same if you're listening. Listen up, you might just hear the difference then. piece like he was educating us the same that time I rapped into us like like he's I don't know like his name to the law like he's, he's being real that same that time he wasn't really sure or nothing so like everything he was saying was on point and like like showing you like the things that he go through like his mind state and what like like the things that he learned and he's trying to teach us okay alrighty and how about the production this is this um uh, it's, he always talking to us about the quality of production. He gives us that production side of everything too. So, <laughs> what do you feel about the production side? Solid, like right? it, it was a good um, music background, good bass, good um, vocal quality. Great. Now, um, is this a two thumbs up? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now what we're going to do, we're going to roll out. Um, well, no, we're not going to roll out because we want to make sure we get feedback. But we want to play Fuji's Are You Feeling It? And then Itchy, you know, you give us some feedback on the song. And then um, Fuji, you close us out, okay? So we're going to do Are You Feeling It? <laughs> you know how we do. There's a Fuji in the room. I'm feeling it. There's a But y'all cats at the hall like y'all don't know no better. I got the upper hand like I'm trying to pull the lever. You boys are getting played by girls, y'all not clever. I am respected by the people with my name center. I feel like the fences, I let you go on easy, but y'all don't learn your lesson. If they get better than me, they come test the method is so hectic, the girls check it, disrespect it. I give you the pedigree, you're not on my level B, I'm up with the clouds me. You gonna kiss me, your nickname is Tommy You wanna see me to stand right beside me Besides that, it's quite clear that I'm right here I'm like right in the dance when it comes to this right there You stand in your fear, I put my L's in the air Like the bridge hill, ain't no idea what's in my ear I'm feeling it, there's a I roll with so many punches, my lip is dusty, I just dusted about my habits And leaping like rabbits, don't get robbed for your cabbage I get damaged, you did what we looking for you 
This I get happy now. I use cabbages from the garden, make them all simple the bottles up, but make them all money than your mother do at work. You're cute. You wanna head to my bedroom so I can do what I gotta do between me and you. I'm feeling you, how's about you and your crew, me, me and my dudes, we can do what we gotta do, hopefully we don't make the news, the long rings and know which is about two, I'm waiting for my interview, but don't call me, my boys are right behind me, come on girls, got me, any girl with a body, me in the lobby, my crew wish I do sabe, my crew wish I do sabe, I'm I'd rather live in dormant than die dormant. My heart's open, y'all taking shots. I got a rosary on it. I can't believe all the mess I took this year. But we're still here, we hang here, just like a chandelier. Isn't it quite clear? We don't fear no man and nobody in the flesh or body. Y'all can now harm me. The only person that I care for was my mommy. I can chill right behind me, just like the US Army. And bomb people that's not important. That is my court, man. Which means I am important for survival, but my rabbit's rather. See me down with about super things I got up on my saddle I don't know how to handle clowns On this man to those that oppose The ones with the super flow that sound old Over time so I take another line For the generation of my lifetime Cause lyrically I'm fine I'm feeling it Feel the Mary Pat didn't come in because we're supposed to review her book. 
But um, we started it earlier. So just like as a review of that, we did um, Start Something, which is by Chanel Gabriel from her album Start Something. And then we went to Get Gone. And that was, we, I, since we just food you on, I started to go to the brothers. And then we went to Get Gone, which was um, Baron Hillman, a.k.a. BZ. And uh, he's with MBL Records. And then we went to um, Peace Be Still by Brothers Keeper. Okay. And then we came on to you with Different, and we ended it with Are You Feeling It by Fuji. So uh, that's our countdown. That's our playlist, so, you know, if you didn't catch it early on, you know, listen to the whole thing, and that's the good music that we have on this show. And, um, Itchy, I want to say to you, um, well, no, first, Fuji, I want you to give us some closing statements, and then we're going to come to you, Itchy, and we have 30 seconds in the whole world listening, and you can close us out. Fuji? All right, um, I guess first thing I would say uh, for the last 30 seconds would be like um, the same thing my mentor, Huey P. Newton, said. I read it like, my biggest fear is not dying, but dying for no cause and no reason. So, in other words, everything I do, I want to make a statement with, either, either mostly positive, but sometimes people twist positive to negative, but hopefully everybody can do the positive within the negative actions that might come with it. All right. And itchy? Well put. Yourself? That was well put right there. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, um, you know, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Anytime I get a chance to talk, you know what I mean, about relevant stuff. Like, I always got people that want to do interviews, but sometimes I just don't want it to be all about just you playing a whole bunch of my music. You know what I mean? I like to get a little bit deeper sometimes. But I already knew it was working with you because I know you – you woke, and, you know, you're striving to wake more people up. That's why I was anxious on doing this with y'all. You know? And that's what's well, different with them, to wake people up. Sometimes you got to wake them up. John made that beat, too, um, Fuji. Yep. He made that beat, and um, I recorded it with him, too. I actually walked in when he was making it, and I told him, I, can I have it just like that without no drums on there? And he gave it to me, and I just took 10 minutes, wrote the song, we did it. Actually, got a video for it too on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> and we check. Mm-hmm. Okay. All you gotta do, you know, for anybody listening, like um. Oh yeah, give Twitter, me your contact at, info. You know, Facebook, Itchy Right. Twitter at Itchy underscore Right. Twitter at You and I Um, Unimines. You Google that on YouTube. We got over um three million. 3 million video views combined. We got like over 30 videos up there, but we got over 3 million combined video views. We got many movies up there. We got some of our live art shows that you might like, Jack. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of art shows. Our president is an artist, so we do our yeah, own I art shows. Yeah, I I've looked you up, man. I think, when, I think out of the group or whatever. But, yeah, you know, whenever we do stuff, I like to check people out. And, you know, I, I, I like to. You may also, just to share with you, I have a a movement that's uh, called the BBS Value Tour. And that's where you will see me at, um, on YouTube uh, under okay. my name, but BBS Value Tour. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure uh, I, I actually liked one of the videos and different things. And then I try to showcase the videos we go around and like and put them in playlists. So go ahead. Yeah. That's 
what we supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, I make all kinds of music. Like, you know what I mean? I got my... I got my gangster stuff, too, because, unfortunately, I actually really kind of lived like that at one point in time. I've been through their prison systems, but it's like, even when I make that kind of music, I, it's still jewels in there. But sometimes I go real hard when I make songs, like, different, just on, like, wake them up, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to do it sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, I'm blessed to be around people that do it all the time. <laughs> so they, um, you know, it's just, and there's a lot of people that do that. That's why um, the movement is um, esteem building art and entertainment. That's the movement with the value tour and the Master Grill Project. We're all, you know, under that together. But um, we you have to read the nation. Whenever y'all have something. You know what I mean? My brother yeah. would have no problem showcasing some history. He got some outstanding pieces, like. Yeah, well, right now the the main things we had, the platforms I have is the um, the radio station, Master Grill Radio. I had the internet station, the um, TV station, which is live fandom. We're actually developing some products because the goal is to work to actually get this strategically to get. The um, more positive music and all in front of the people. Right. So, um, you know, it's good when we play individually and all, but in order to get it going viral and people are actually listening to it, you know, some more strategic moves. So that um, came out of the black business space. And then we kind of like it was a few of us that was artists there. So this is like the artist side of the black business space. So it was actually collaborative with small businesses and all. Cool. And, you know, there's some knocking over heads I got to do for, for a while. Keep knocking, knocking, knocking at them for them not to compartmentalize art, car, car, you know, and people to have this whole facade about hip-hop. You say hip-hop and they got this linear view. You say spoken word, they got a very linear view. Right. So, you know, I had to constantly work at changing linear views and mindsets so that I can actually get them to, you know, engage in beneficial win to win um ways of supporting one another, you know. The Master Grio um says that you know, the artists are the storytellers and keepers of our cultures and it is incumbent upon us to support the artists. And we need the artist has another commitment back to the community to to get back and be mindful of what they say. I don't care about these people just because of art you can do it. No, just because art doesn't give you license to do or say anything. Right. If you think you're not a role model, you are. You are impacting somebody. And there are time and places for everything. I don't have to put all my sexual escapades up on the major radio. Right. I can actually go around grown folk who are interested in that, and we can all jive on that. But I don't exactly. want to ever see when I was, I mean, 12 years old, this is our earliest hit me. I'm walking around a corner, and I see a little four-year, five-year-old girl out in the street doing a Mississippi, you know, am I doing that, that whole thing to sexual healing. Right. And that's when you know everything is not for everybody, and everything shouldn't be mainstream. Right. And 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 I know and unfortunately the truth of the matter is it's hard not to know the man that would be watching and maybe and chances are touching that girl. Right. It's hard for a girl child to grow up and not encounter that in some shape or form. Right. So and that's what's real. 
And yeah. so that's been like my whole issue even when oh. I was that young. I didn't yeah. believe everything was for everybody. Every conversation is not for every company. Right. And so, true. um true. Yeah, so you know, we you know, does life imitate art? Hell yes. <laughs> it really does. So it art, art shapes your reality, you know? Like uh you know, at one point um at one point in time, they didn't want us to know how to read, so they, they painted pictures for us to get the message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where you get your white Jesus pictures from, like, art shapes our reality. That's why you got But, it, but before then, before there was the written language, we did draw. Right. That's how they learned. It's, honestly, we learned about each other, and all. again, it's through art. It's through the artwork. The drawings, you know, where the cavemen came after us. But you know, even in the tombs and and all over in um, in Egypt or actually Kemet and all, but it was through mm-hmm. there. But then even at that time, we had the first written language. But um, again, it, like the Asian and Egyptian and all, all of those languages are still the written language is more art, more of an art mm-hmm. form than um, the other languages that the Europeans came through with. So, um, you know, that's just, you know, it's about art. Life does imitate art, and art starts to imitate life. That's why we're starting to produce a lower quality because, again, it's about what I can market to you. If I can keep all of this as mainstream up in front, you wouldn't know that good music and, you know, and all of this other stuff exists if you just have don't happen to be privy to it, that it's around your way. And then I still do the the division thing. If it's spoken word and all, you have your academia people. So the poetry people in academia try to put something against spoken word and, of course, try to, you know, really shun the black um, movement, you know, as far as Nikki Giovanni age and all of them try to, um, not bring worth to to that movement when that was coming about, and you know they try to do it as because it's not academically this and that, but of course our people then could take it even back further, and so that movement became significant whether or not they want to actually acknowledge it in books and all. It became significant and made a difference amongst the people. And right. the same thing with the Harlem Renaissance, and so that's the period we actually almost we're going there. But we have to keep the hype down, mm-hmm. you know, and and especially like the Jay Z's and Beyonce's, who are extremely talented, but choose not to do any conscious level in their work. Right. And then you get people like Hezekiah, whose work's always conscious, and yeah, maybe he might he says nigga too much, and and that's that's what got me. This is like the biggest dividing thing in our community. This man it says nigga too much. But if he says nigga too much, but 99.5% of his entire production is conscious in a wake-up call, mm-hmm. so what he says nigga too much? Like I say, like I tell the artists, if, um, and even to all the artists that's listening, if, if, you're the, if you're the truly conscious artist and you're trying to really share your message through your music, you, it's, it's irrelevant for you to even try to do that through the industry, it's, unless you got to figure out what you want. Like, cause the only thing you get out of their industry is you can get a lot of money and you can get a lot of fame, but it's, it's but it's a lot of stuff that come in between that. And like dealing with this digital age, like I ask artists, you know, you rap, sing, whatever, you try and get a deal, or you independent. Like I ask them because it ain't no in between. Like, you know what I mean? 
Do yeah, myself. that's what, you know, when people, I, I mean, have, if you want to get a major, I mean, because I know artists, every artist is not conscious, and our movement is not necessarily just, it's not about conscious work. It's about, well, nothing that's de- degrading. I, I'm not, because you don't need, we, we got that. That's already there. So if it's degrading women, if it's glorifying violence, selling drugs, crime, and um, negative, I'm not going to deal with it at all. Mm-hmm. But we're whole people, so that might represent one or two percent of our society. I want, but and we're whole people, so we mm-hmm. laugh, we cry, we conscious. The consciousness is needed because we need to raise a nation, and we're not going to raise a nation. We're going to raise a nation off of media because that's what's impacting mm-hmm. them right now. So sure. we need enough people saying the right things to teach the people how to think. So we need yep. to raise up a nation. And at the same time, you know, that's a human being. You got to address all the needs. So that human being is factual. They're conscious. They're social. They're funny. They're sexual. They're sad. They're happy. They dance. You know, I got people, conscious people, who don't like the whole object of dancing. But people like to dance. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm as conscious as you come. But give me a beat. Take you going to beat. <laughs> Yeah. Old I mean, right sometimes people, just like with anything, sometimes people get fanatical about anything. Yeah. Um, like, I'm going to live regardless of whom or what. Like, I do a lot of things that people don't like, but that doesn't make my whole personality, you know what I mean, who I am. Some of the things mm-hmm. I do, like, you know what I mean? They love me. The children love me in my community. Everywhere I go, the children always love me. Like, because I do for them. I spend time with them, you know what I mean? I see yeah. truck come on my block and shit. They they knock on the door. They know I'm going. They know right is going to hold them down. Like, that's what I do. Like I don't do that for no cameras because I ain't been on camera doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. Like what you were saying about the media, I tell people all the time. Like we got to use the same weapons that they use on us. We got to use our cameras, our music, yeah. our online radio shows, and do the same thing. That's all it is. Like like every day, if you mm-hmm. play. If you play my song different, for example, every day for the next three, four weeks, eventually people going to start really listening, and they're going to be emailing you like, oh, who is that? I said that. It's the same way, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but that's how you know that it's in the hands of evildoers, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're going to do evil by all means, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah, and, and understand, too, evildoers come in all colors. Don't think they oh, do. Yeah. On the outside, so you know that's why we had to, that discernment means a lot. And in talking about this, and I think I like to do just a show on this, especially for our young males and females, because we got so many females now locked up, and so many females trying to be hard like guys. But um, you know how we like to use the cameras to show fights and things like this. You know, if if a cop pull up on you wrongly. You're not doing anything. You take that same cell phone camera that you use for every other dumb thing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.